I V M. Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can appear cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello guys, welcome to a new episode of TFG Football Podcast. My name is Nikhil. I have Kevin with me in the studio and Ojhan Skype. He's at home, right? Yeah. Okay, finally back. I finally home. managed to get out of Aizol. <laughs> finally back home. Uh, so the regular disclaimer that if there is any disturbance, just bear with us, guys. We have two big, big stories uh, that you know unfolded last night. One was a day before, I guess. Uh, but the big story is Subrathapal. has been uh, what found positive in the dope test yeah and uh, and this happened on 18th of march the report was released on 18th of march right the test was done on 18th of march okay. uh, when india were away uh, playing a friendly against cambodia okay. uh, before playing that asian cup qualifier against myanmar uh. so he his a sample uh, has been uh found positive for something we we don't know what it is hmm. and uh, so it, it he won't be convicted unless uh, uh his uh, you know his b sample gets tested positive so this is the pro- the procedure uh, for uh, nada is that uh, if you get uh, found positive for something hmm. you can either accept the suspension or uh, appeal against it and ask them to test the you know backups sample and if that gets found uh, positive okay then you have to you know face the music so it's it's very hard to say what exactly has happened uh, sometimes it happens that uh, you know some medicine or something that the players take they don't know some banned substance has been used in it yeah. and especially this is this is a case uh, in in india where uh, you know players don't always get the best guidance yeah hmm. uh, in terms of hmm. what medicine they're taking so it can be an unfortunate accident it can be something else we just don't know for sure until uh, more information emerges yeah. most of the time this is considered as an accident only in india because you know so many yeah. so many cases then go through you know trials and all uh but it's sad that you know uh, a keeper like subrath paul has been found into it he just received arjuna award yeah and yeah. you know after that getting into you know things like this hampers the image and plus uh, in uh, even in the national front uh, you know getting that prestigious award really uh, puts you in the limelight and then mm-hmm. something like this you know it goes against uh, the image and something that you built up over the years because arjuna award is not uh, given for a short period of time it's mm. an achievement that you've done for some time you know it it it's not good for the country and uh, we hope that uh, he is cleared of it and uh, best wishes to him because his career is at least at, towards the end of uh, mm-hmm. you know his twilight mm. he's entering into his oh no he's past his prime now mm. so it was 29 30 yeah he, uh, i mean uh, looking from the national team point of view he's is not the first choice keeper but mm. uh, looking at his isl stint and i league stint yeah. he has obviously been the first choice he's for, not for the country you know, you know he's got that nickname uh, spider man mm. you know uh, all all the uh, brilliant saves that he's pulled mm. out for the national team he's done done a lot you know contribution is there for the team 
and uh, you know you don't want to have his image uh, you know tarnished like this let's mm. hope for the best and he's cleared of all this yeah i'm i'm hoping really that uh, you know this uh, gets a good resolution for him because i the i really admire the guy a lot uh, you know has been um, i've been seeing uh, him play for many years now uh, throughout his career he has one of the worst lucks i have ever seen in uh, footballing career uh, okay <laughs> he came up yeah. uh, you know when he was coming up that incident with junior, junior. happened which yeah. uh, which got uh, him mired in controversy then he like uh, it wasn't something easy to recover from but he did and mm-hmm. went on to become the first uh, keeper for india played in that uh, 2011 asian cup yeah. memorable performance but ever since then he has had this uh, history of going into clubs that are the worst in terms of defense okay like uh, even when he was uh, at his best for the national team india did not have a good defense to speak of hmm. so he was always you know uh, facing uh, tough games always exposed he was playing for uh, teams like uh, uh, you know that uh, united sc uh, hmm. and others when when he was playing for mumbai city mumbai city had a bad defense as well yeah. you know <laughs> this yeah. this uh, uh when then he went off to uh, northeast united they didn't uh, you know do much to you know really protect him much either he's even played for like uh, other clubs id clubs from northeast uh, where he has been uh, you know had had a hard time in in terms of you know during matches mm. and even dsk shivajins is taking care he's the his the you know uh, the uh, veteran in a very uh, young team so yeah. he he has had a very rocky career uh, it's not like he's had to uh, you know rest while and enjoyed trophy success much although he's probably you know uh, one of the uh, maybe uh, it would be a stretch but yeah i think it's safe to say he's one of india's uh, top 8 or top 10 goalkeepers of all time and that, hmm. that's saying a lot hmm. and yeah and and now this has turned up you know let's let's just hope this uh, yeah. comes out well yeah yeah okay so uh, this other story uh, did come out like two days back on a tv channel not not two days back okay uh, this is this was uh, after uh, i think this was uh, last night when uh, uh, the after the whole uh, thing had happened with azor uh, fc uh, beating mohan bagan and suddenly uh, them being close to the title so obviously the question started being raised like okay if azor fc win the league how or what where, where will they be after the merger hmm. you know hmm. isl and i league merge can you like if you enforce that franchise if we structure uh, will isol fc the champions uh, mm. possible champions who will possibly play in asia afc champions league will they be relegated as well and uh, it was asked to robert royte and he said mm. uh, that if we are relegated if we are not allowed to play in the top division whatever that division may be called mm. then we will go to court okay okay which is a very fair point Hmm. and it's the whole thing is that uh, you know all these clubs who tried to fight uh, isl you know this this entire suddenly changing of rules where uh, you know the criteria for uh, playing in top division becomes money first hmm. you know that this hmm. this entire thing it has caused many clubs to just pack up and leave you know and uh, maybe because a they did not see uh, you know themselves uh, surviving in that uh, financial structure 
B, they could not have that much of a claim because they did not have uh, you know an, an exemplary performance to back their claim to be in the top division. But how sad it is that even we are having this conversation hmm. that a possible champion is fearing relegation despite winning the top division league. You know, and mm-hmm. and I hope I hope this becomes a united front. Yeah. Uh, of all the because because everybody has a claim mm. to the top division. Maybe the franchisee teams. You know, maybe uh, DSK Shivajians uh, or uh, you know whoever else there is uh, Chennai City and Minerva Punjab and even Churchill Brothers may have come in. Uh, you know, and have contract terms that don't allow them to really pick up a fight against uh, AIFF and IMG Reliance. But Shillong Lajong, uh, Aizol FC, East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, Bengaluru FC, all of mm. them have a claim to play in the top division because they deserve to be there. Mm. They are not relegated. They have to be allowed to play uh, in the top league. And mm. uh, it, it's it's just preposterous that we are having this uh, you know entire uh, phase shift where they are being forcefully relegated. Uh, very few countries... Uh, that respect their own football would allow that to happen, but that's but the tell conversation. Me one thing, but tell me one thing, Ojha. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think uh, Azol FC has an AFC license. Okay, so if they no, win no. the league, if they win the league, they get a uh, automatic spot into they AFC can, they can Champions get it League. Done. They can get it done. They have time. They have time till next January. Mm. Uh, what do they need for AFC A license? They have already got the academy. So, uh, what they lack is in stadium. They need to install floodlights. Hmm. They need to install bucket seats. And they need to install roofs. The stadium is already being developed. Hmm. You know, last uh, since last season, uh, some new stands have been added. And uh, you, you can just, uh, you know, Mizoram government has shown they are into football infrastructure development. They have actually built like five or six good, you know, uh, I think I think club soccer quality stadiums uh, that are coming up uh, all over Mizoram. Hmm. That has been happening since last year. Hmm. You think they won't develop Rajiv Gandhi Stadium to make sure Aizol FC gets the A license? The other uh, other uh, thing they need to get an AFC license is to have a coach who has the AFC Pro license. I hmm. think that okay. Khalid Jamil already has. Yeah. Khalid, Khalid Jamil has Pro license? Yes, yeah, he's he the youngest. And he's the youngest to get that. Hmm. Okay, so that's done. Hmm. So uh, the other clubs, uh, the problem that uh, you know Mohan Bagan will be facing, uh, there is there are there is a chance that uh, Sanjay Sin will have to go out and do uh, the pro license over the summer if he has to, if he wants to keep his job. Hmm. So that problem is also solved. So they just need to develop, and I think the Mizoram government will be more than happy to step in and uh, get that done. You know, just just install some. We saw Mohan Bagan do it in like some. A uh, few months, right. like few few weeks. Mm. Right. But seats are not that hard to get, and floodlights take like a week to set up. But then I'll tell so, you what, Oja. The yeah. problems that you cited out here, money is the least of them. I think. I mean, the government would jump in and provide whatever financial support this club requires. Yes, so, yeah. the financial yeah. support to build infrastructure and get the club license is not the issue mm. here. The problem is, if you put a club with a three, four, five crore budget. Into a tournament that suddenly asks you for a 10-15 crore franchise fee per season. But they can get that kind of sponsor, I guess. But, no, they but can so get that kind not, of sponsor. It's but not uh, something that you want to just get an entry to. See, uh, the fees allows you to take an entry to the tournament. But it's an investment yeah. for the club. 
you know you put in that it's money it's an investment but yeah. what it's it's a like you need to understand that uh, okay this is this is a club that's uh, run on a certain financial structure but if you suddenly make it a make it jump from a 5 crore budget to a 30 crore budget that's a major disruption that call uh, that's caused inside uh, the uh, the company structure it, the club is a company limited it it will have a lot of trouble and i'm not sure how many uh, people will uh, uh, come out and uh, sponsor isol fc i mean i'm pretty sure they will get some hmm. you know i'm i'm uh, uh, quite sure like somebody will come and uh, sponsor them and they will maybe easily get yeah. 15 to uh, 6 15 16 crore uh, uh, budget uh, at their hand hmm. but what about the extra money you know that's going to be uh, tougher and uh, i think there there may be some uh, you know resistance from northeast united's part uh, to you know not want yeah. as well fc to yeah. come into isl hmm. although the the 50 km radius yeah it's a different uh, state altogether uh, yeah. yeah yeah it does not even apply hmm. but northeast united uh, they bank I think, on I think this misos Yeah, Mizos are the biggest uh, support base hmm. for Northeast United in terms of television. Okay, you know that's why Azolipc is a success. Uh, more than uh, you know, people who watch uh, on the on the stadium, hmm. more people tune in on television. They have hardcore fan following all over the world, and Northeast United will stand a chance to lose that. You know, because Northeast United, I I don't really think Assamis are a big part of their uh, support base. It's mostly Khasis, Manipuris, and Mizos. Okay. and you are taking away like 30 40% of their fan base is being threatened if uh, you know isol fc and northeast united fc uh, are seen as competitors who play against each other it's an atletico de kolkata like situation okay okay so uh, yeah it's it's uh, you know but you know what yeah. i have heard this i can't you know claim any authenticity to the source or you know what i've heard is that isol fc when they were asked to come back into the league they were made sure that even if you win the league you cannot be you know pushed into the yeah well they did it. that's why uh, that's why uh, you know uh, the entire court case scenario comes up hmm. i guess... know, I, i don't really think i don't really think if uh, they had a very you know uh, they had not been relegated and uh, their return was not like a you know one year one off thing just to uh, you know get the numbers up uh it, they they would have been a, in a very different situation img reliance people would be talk, talking to them right now i think if okay. that was the case but a i don't really think img reliance see isol fc as some uh, as, as a high uh, high turnout team in terms of money okay because they they're a fan base you know uh, you you see them uh, they, the people who turn up and buy shirts mm. they don't they don't pay like a thousand bucks a shirt you know they they're mostly buying those knock off 200 bucks 300 bucks wala uh, shirt mm. okay they they can, they will not pay 400 500 for a, a ticket and it's 100 200 maximum uh, <laughs> and and still it's the middle class people uh, from isol city who mostly come in uh, and uh, fill that part of the hmm. stadium hmm. it's I'm, i i'm not sure but i think i think isol fc can make big money if uh, if the whole uh, investment process is directed properly yeah 
but I don't really think that IMG Reliance see the possibilities here yet. Yeah, I think and, uh, that, that's yeah. that's the worry uh, because uh, if uh, uh, the sport is given the attention, the development is given the attention from the start, from uh, from the top, uh, where the federation yeah. comes in, you actually set a good direction for the entire sport. See, that mm-hmm. has to be done in the merger talks. And I'm sure now the last round is so close that these talks will heat up and this will be the center focus where the Azol should be included. In, in actually, uh, in, in all logic, Azol should be yeah. there because it's a story for the sport. It's the story for the country. That it, Everybody if, should be there, yeah. you know. Everybody yeah. like why? Why, why not just have, have a corporate ent- entry keeping the the the, the entry fees the same as how I League was? You have a you know a decent amount of entry fees for I League, and you have a big amount for corporate entries to come in. So you give all. No, the, well, look, look, look. The the whole thing that it uh, the way it could be just managed is that ISL two two thousand fifteen. We know that IMG Reliance just waved off the franchise fees. Yeah. Uh, because they wanted more investment uh, in grassroots and uh, infrastructure, right? So if they can do that for their existing eight fr- uh, franchises yeah. uh, for one season, I'm pretty sure with the long-term plans they have, they can do that for one or two years uh, for these new clubs. And just just keeping in mind what kind of uh, you know target audience they have, or what or what kind of uh, you know uh, potential they have of making uh, re- return on investment. Give them a lower franchise fee, like four crores, four crores, five crores, whatever, half of whatever others are pay, paying, and tell them, okay, two years, you can, uh, you're waived off. Okay, that gives them enough of a lifeline hmm. to come into the picture. And the, unless they enter ISL, that's the paradox we're dealing with here. Unless a team enters the ISL fold, we do have no idea what kind of interest commercially they will generate. Hmm. Okay, as long as they are in the I League. They will always be seen as a lower or smaller commercial product because iLeague does not reach enough people. You know, it's shown on one television channel. It doesn't have any promotion. It uh, has very poor production quality. Only the hard fans follow it. Uh, while ISL is a well-marketed product, yeah. any team playing in ISL will obviously gather more, uh, you know, shirt sponsorship. Interest yeah, yeah. or or tele or uh, you know, ad placement in the stadium and, uh, and simply because the ISL will get like a lot more TRP, a lot more mm. people will see it, and that's yeah, what yeah. those ads are all about. That's what those sponsors are all about. That's one of the things you just have to first bring them in. Even even uh, I, I don't even know like even Mumbai FC would make three four times the money if they got a chance to play in ISL. Mm. Okay, that's that's just a fact. And the same will happen with Bengaluru FC, East Bengal, uh, Mohan if they are uh, allowed to play in ISL. Same will happen with ISL FC. But another problem that we have is with the with how the advertising world works or the how the corporate uh, interests work right now. You know, there are lots of companies, major companies, who target large populations in the country. Like there are many companies who uh, market products specifically for Bengalis. Yeah. Right. Hmm. There are companies who target uh, or target the uh, UPs, uh, particularly Punjabis or something like that. There are not many India-wide companies who are trying to do the same for Mizos. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. And Isol FC, you know, it's a, it's a very Mizo identity-based club. 
yeah. you know it's going to represent those values it's going to represent those faces it's going to uh, represent that soil so if you are putting your logo on that on that team ka jersey you are making a specific appeal to the mizo people okay it's it beats me because there are this a very high mizo population in the country hmm. but but i don't really see too many companies who really go out and market themselves uh, to the mizo market okay uh, it, it's it's an untapped yeah, market i'll, I'll be, tell you what yeah. these are all business decisions and and since government is involved in uh, you know mizo football they will definitely manage to get hold of someone who can um, come well the, that's that's where the problem lies i don't really think the government will just give money to the club to pay franchise fees you know they can they can uh, help with uh, you know get, getting them work hmm. done yeah infrastructure camps uh, other stadiums uh, any any kind of uh, development that's that comes within their realm okay but you should not expect the government to just interfere and give money to a club Mm-hmm. to uh, you know pay, uh, in such high numbers to play in a particular tournament okay. they should not either okay. you know uh, but but really i think i think it it's actually presents a very interesting opportunity if isol fc comes in maybe some company will wake up to the fact that there are few million people out there who might be interested in their products mm. but you know they are they are not being reached out to and isol fc will become the perfect vehicle to reach out to that population uh, but again the, i think part of the reason why that does not happen is because most of uh, mizoram uh, or, or at least much of mizoram let's say uh, does not have access to cable tv okay you know uh, it, it it's a fact uh, most uh, a huge number of people were relying on the all india radio commentaries to follow as all fc you know we we kept seeing those uh, majors of people gathered around radios listening to uh, commentary uh, and uh, an unfortunate part uh, i'm saying this as an aside this very important game all the other home matches of isol fc were broadcast on all india radio uh, this isol fc versus mohan bagan match that did not go on all india radio for some reason uh, so most of uh, mizoram missed out on it anyway oh so God. most of <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunate so most of if if most of the people you are targeting uh, do not have access to you know a live broadcast of the match then the whole investment goes waste right mm, mm. so that is also part of the reason why when you uh, like uh, this i was flipping through all the mizo local channels uh, when i was in isol uh, you know the the major local adverts were like you know sofa stores and uh, you know the, uh, whatever rep- repairing um, motorcycle repairing centers everything around is also these are all very small budget uh, you know advertisers who work in the local market you okay. don't really see you know uh, just uh, all these big brands putting out uh, ads in mm-hmm. in that language just targeting those people so that this connect still exists so then uh, uh, oja i just want to confirm that uh, as all i league matches are being put up live on uh, all india radio yeah all most of the matches For were uh, uh, yeah in wow. in mizo language wow. they were uh, broadcast live yes. on all india radio uh, from the local station wow and we we still talk about you know being modern and this is you know <laughs> the highest attendance of an i league game is coming from you know <laughs> being at home and you're listening to all india radio just imagine if you just expand that stadium how many more people will come in 
I think I think you can very easily get 50 60000 people in big games uh, in a, in a Isol stadium if you can make it two tier but again I, I think they have uh, reservations about making two tier stadiums because uh, you know uh, landslides still happen in that area it's not the most mm. stable ground out there so it will be a single tier stadium but they they plan to develop it they'll have roofings the plans are already in place okay. so 30 40000 people will get to sit and that will be one hell of a thing to watch okay. when that happens okay so the roller coaster ride won't stop you know even after winning the i league mr royte might just go out in court and say like we want to play in the top division here here i have a problem with east bengal mohan bagan and bengaluru fc have you seen them stand with anybody about this whole issue you know all these goan clubs started to make a fight uh, whatever they could not they just uh, mm. pick, uh, you know picked up and left but not a single word of sympathy from these three clubs mm. they just knew they were that they have a chance to play yeah. Uh, yeah. you know the img reliance people are talking to them so they only care about themselves yeah yeah that's and that's what true. if what if suddenly what if suddenly isol fc wins the league and suddenly it, uh, you know img reliance re- realize okay there is a market that we can capture through isol fc and it will be a good uh, investment because if any mizoram is developing hmm. you know you capture the uh, crowd through isol fc now you will create like b- brand loyalty for decades to come so what if that happens and what if they take uh, you know uh, and it's a possibility i'm i'm just uh, you know uh, just free balling here what if they take bengaluru fc because they have no 50 km radius ka problem Hmm. they can come in any time and they take isol fc because isol fc are the <laughs> i league champions what okay, if they I... leave out east bengal and mohan bagan <laughs> what if they do that in fact, because... in, in fact i'll tell you what i i can't confirm on which channel this was but uh, in some interview of kushal das he said that eb and mb will continue to play in league 1 and they will get entry once you know the uh, <laughs> relegation thing is, opens up to four five that is so i i know i that's what i was actually stringing on to <laughs> when i said that you know east bengal and mohan bagan they have a lot of political clout they yeah. have a lot of money power they don't really invest it uh, in their uh, first teams because that has never been needed till now they they do have money and they do have a power they could make a difference uh, from the beginning uh, that this process started you know we would have we could have been in a very different uh, stage of discussion right now i had is bengal and mohanpur and taken a strong stance from uh, the start but they yeah. did not because they thought yeah we are going to get a part of it yeah mil jayega abhi dekho abhi abhi samjho kya ho raha hai ha piche se i i don't really think you know isl has any intention of uh, merging the leagues without east bengal and mohan bagan being in the top division because it would be a stupid idea in terms of commercial mm-hmm. uh, uh, interests okay. okay you are going to antagonize a huge amount of the uh, fans and uh, yeah it will it will be op- play you know, league uh, one now what's the problem it will be relegation you know how do you think people will ek ek match aa gaya consider it as restructuring It's not really No 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 you cannot see you cannot fool East Bengal and Mohan Bagan fans with corporate talk like that that kind of stupid corporate talk that okay this is not merging this is restructuring okay these teams are not getting relegated they're just going to a new league you know this this kind of uh, baby talk can work in MBA classes it does not work in the real world it's it's obvious they're doing if they relegate East Bengal and Mohan Bagan 
you know what happened after mohan bagan uh, lost to isol fc there there were uh, some people who were uh, you know uh, in the mohan bagan tent some fans they got angry there was uh, some heated words not as bad as east bengal uh, fan protest where they were shoving people around but uh, and and uh, damaging cars and stuff but that happens after one loss and mm. one you know uh, one one chance of losing the title you know if they don't win the title they get that angry that's, what do you think will happen if they get forcefully relegated uh, that's a law and order question uh, that will that's be tackled law and order question. that will be tackled but properly a, yeah they, maybe 100 people will uh, maybe uh, you know 500 to 1000 people will write in the streets that's not that's not the big thing but everybody will cover it and everybody will talk about how uh they have been forcefully relegated and that will antagonize the entire football loving population of bengal towards isl but i don't really think that's going to happen why kushal das made that statement it's because tomorrow there is a meeting happening between uh, east bengal mohan bagan representatives and ifa officials okay okay and uh, east bengal and mohan bagan obviously have problems with the kind of terms that they have been presented in uh, with the contract papers uh, and they don't want to lose the intellectual property rights to the club's logos and uh, other images the uh, the color scheme of the jerseys all that stuff i don't really think the uh, the you know uh, img reliance wanted to uh, the possibility to change them but yeah slight modifications were so they don't uh, want to lose uh, a say over that they want it to be specified who has the executive decisions to make in the club you know over signings who uh, in, and uh, of players and coaches and everything all that they wanted uh, to be specified basically it's the club officials who don't want to lose power over the club that's what this is about Okay. okay, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan officials who see a threat to their own power over the club, and uh, uh, obviously, if if a sponsor is coming in and put giving you thirty crores, then uh, they will want a lot of power over the club as well. So that power struggle, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, an ongoing uh, negotiation. And what Kushal Das said is a part of that power play, you know. Hmm. that oh you don't you don't want to accept our terms okay we'll do it without you i don't really think they will do it without them maybe 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 if isol fc create a front against the merger because of them being left out and east bengal and mohan bagan also join that uh, fight hmm. maybe we won't have a merger but that's that's far off you know we have a uh, few months merge to merge on unko hone do na jisko merge no 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 this is the uh, merger is not, not the big deal the issue is forced relegation hmm. it the issue always was forced relegation you can call the top division whatever the hell you want you know nobody is holding on to the i league name hmm. okay but who who gets to play in top division has always been the question yeah. and that's what yeah. this uh, entire thing will be about so we have till june t- uh, to clear the thing up this is what end of april two months so get ready for two very interesting months we will see <laughs> a new battlefront merge all over the place i know i know you know it's so important for the clubs who who are making it who are still in the top division and you know want to be there in the top division in future as well it's very interesting to know dekha jayega you know how does it uh, pan out first we want 
as well FC to win the league and then then it all starts oh speak for yourself <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no but that's the that's the another enraging thing you know if Izol FC somehow don't win the league yeah then their entire claim to top division goes away goes how away. is that fair yeah mm. it goes away you know goes why why should it have to be that you have to win the league to stay up to mm. avoid relegation that's a very absurd situation to be in and that's what izol fc are facing right now yeah 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 yes you can read more article on our website thefangarage.com you can connect us via twitter at tfg football and on facebook at thefangarage uh, you can listen to our podcast on indusbox media audio boom soundcloud itunes and definitely on youtube subscribe share like and comment till then take care bye bye good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us But don't you worry food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over thank you